Street Fight listeners. We're back. It's the new year. And we're here again to continue on marching forward uh, into this brave new world. Uh, we are Street Fight Radio, as always. Whoa! Your number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. King of the Flubs. Uh, there, you'll never find a professional recording on any of our feeds. That's a promise that we give to you. And uh, how you do? How you doing, folks? I hope well. I hope uh, the new year has been good. I hope you're not stressing too much and trying to force yourself to be someone you're not capable of being. I hope you're not trying to be Superman or Superwoman or super non-binary. But uh, just regular old will will be just fine. Uh, you can. Get more of us at patreon.com slash Radio. As you always know, um, we're going to continue to try to spread this mess across the U.S. Uh, as safely as we can uh, with rapid tests. Uh, so who knows what the future holds, but it's the one thing you can count on is that we will be here, as always. We're here. Radio. We're here, baby. And yes, I have rapid tests at home. I'm feeling very... Uh, I have... Four rapid tests in my house. Plus, I got, I got four coming in the mail. Oh my goodness! Plus, I got two more. Got four more. Coming. You go anywhere you want. I sell them. I think. Really? Why not? I don't think I need that many rapid tests. I ordered them all at different times, right? Like I ordered two of them when we were really in the middle of a big COVID thing going on, and then they didn't get here until today. <laughs> And I ordered the other ones when I ordered masks because I ordered N95. By the way, I bought N95 masks thinking like this motherfucker, he's going to be wearing N95. It's going to be great. I accidentally bought the ones that go over your head. You bought painter's masks? Yeah. And now I have to, I have to wear them because nobody else in my family wants to wear them. I'm calling them the punishment mask now. Like I just like the dunce I got one mask. with me. It is a dunce mask. I fucked up. I bought a dunce mask. Yeah, you walk in. You look like one of those. Uh, you look like one of those petulant dads at the beginning that were like, "Oh, I got a goddamn mask in my toolbox." <laughs> yeah, it just sucks to put on too, especially when you wear a hat. It's not swaggy at all. It's not. No, you got it. I bought Hollywood's best masks right before we left, and then I've found out that they're not even that good. So like Hollywood doesn't know shit. Hollywood, Florida? Yeah. Well, no, it's Hollywood. They have pictures of celebrities wearing the masks. Okay? Oh. And people ask me, it's M-A-S-K-C dot com, I think. Masks. masks. And that's Hollywood's favorite masks. And and the reason it, it's Hollywood's favorite masks is because they have different colors. Uh, and Hollywood's a very colorful place. Yep. So I got those, and then Gwen was like... That shit uh, is rubbing off on my nose. Like the color from it was rubbing off on her nose. Yeah, and she was just like, "I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to wear these." So right. now I have those, and I also accidentally bought non N95 masks, which seems like pointless to own at this point. But I'm still using them. You know, I. I but I bought the one like black ones that uh-huh. I thought were stylish, but those aren't black working. surgical. Yeah. So black surgical is nice. Yeah. So you, why aren't you wearing a mask right now? You got a lot of masks to use up, my friend. You, <sighs> you are got a backlog of masks. You need to get out there and start doing some stuff. I'm fucking throwing them away like crazy too. Like I use them to go to the store. And I come home. I throw it in the trash because it's just like, I want to get through these one, these, 
I want to get through these over the head boys. Yeah. You only should, they should only be selling ear ones now. They should make you put in a contractor's number to buy those <laughs> ones. The ones with the yellow bungee strap. Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. I have one with me right now. Oh, no, and I, I had one. Eat it. I had one at the beginning of, uh, that was my, what, my go to at, for when quarantine first happened. I was like, Erica, don't worry. I've got it. And then I went down to the basement and had like some ratty old N95s for painting that my dad just was like, never going to use them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good. I got the ones coming in the mail from Bonafide Masks. Oh, okay. But they're running behind on shipping. Yeah. So it's been a while. Those are the ones I actually like. And those are the actual ones. If I hadn't seen the advertisement that said Hollywood's favorite masks, I would have definitely bought the Bonafide masks. I've been buying those since the beginning of the fucking pandemic. Yeah. Bonafide masks, they're cheap, they're KN95, and they're black, yeah. which is all the things that I could ever the want. Bonafide too? Bona, B-O-N-A-5. Yeah. They're the good ones. That's a big plus. Yeah, and they're cheap. And uh, I've gone in and bought those. I bought those fucking things. And then I fucking Googled something about masks. And the goddamn thing said, these are Hollywood's favorite masks. And I was like, well, I got to buy these. Feeling like a celebrity or something. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, you, know? you were in a weird place. Yeah. I had a you weird... were in like a trance or something. I was. I was. I don't even know why I would care about Hollywood. I yeah, I'm I'm not understanding it either. I just thought if I fucking bought Hollywood's best best masks, people would stop me in the store and be like, "Where'd you get those masks?" Ah, uh, if I'm being totally honest, that's what I thought. You want people sweating your mask? I do. I I do. You know how I am. I have a weakness for like clothes. You have a passion for fashion. I yeah, but not good fashion. I'm I'm bad at. You're but a maxinista. I am. Well, no, I'm not a maxinista. I don't have any max stuff. So. Okay. I had uh, so many different situations happen to me over this time off. Like I was so sick mm -hmm. and then making yourself sick, getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, here's what happens. My hands all fucking shredded up. Right. And I am going to tell you why. So I thought the worst thing that could ever happen to me was the piss in the drain situation that I had before we went on break. Right? Uh -huh. Yeah. You remember where I had to reach into piss drain yeah. and yep. all that yep. stuff? Yep. I fucking am getting my stuff ready in the morning. I drop a heavy thing on a glass in the sink. And the glass shards go in the garbage disposal. And I have to somehow figure out how I have to stick my hand, which by the way. Not a good, never a good feeling. It doesn't matter if you turn the power off. It doesn't matter because you, you know the garbage disposal isn't just going to come on like a horror movie, right? You know, but you always think like, what if I have my hand down here and I lean up against the, <laughs> the switch or something like that? So my hand got all shredded up, and I I can say that was worse than the piss situation. Yeah, yeah, I think you found something worse. <laughs> yeah. But what what I tortured by your house. Yeah, what I did was I was pulling the stuff out. Like I I'm 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 getting the big pieces out and then I just flipped the fucking thing on and turned it to sand. Turned what was left into sand. Okay. And it fixed it. But boy, that was that was my hand was bleeding from like five different places. I didn't know what else to fucking do. Yeah, I'm going to call the fucking landlord. He's going to come and yell at me for it. You got to get a potato on a stick and shove it down there. <laughs> <laughs> that could have fucking worked, actually. 
I just that was like the it's worst. worse. I mean, it's better to it's better to see the blood. It's more fun that way. Yeah, it's cooler. Yeah, like, especially in their little and they're those little tiny nicks that don't even mean anything, and somehow they spray blood. Yeah, yeah. I have a shop vac. Somebody said buy a damn shop vac. I actually still have my brothers from the piss situation down in my basement, and I didn't think about the fact that I could have just stuck. Yeah. Because you know you don't you don't you're not living a shop vac life. You're you're living a rented shop vac life. No, I'm not. I'm living a bloody handed non shop vac <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. Then Gwen, it snowed here a couple of days ago, and uh, Gwen has to. She drives to school every morning. She has to clear the car, right? Yeah. I am an astoundingly cheap man, as everybody knows. Oh no. And I haven't bought a scraper. I got one now. But I bought one eventually, but we were using a spatula for the whole first part. It was a metal spatula. And I would get in a car and a metal spatula would be there. And I'd be like, got to buy a scraper. And scraper, what, $5? Still too cheap to buy it. Um, she goes outside. There was a different snow. I mean, most insurance agents will give you one for free with their name on it. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> well, no, but you want one of the long ones. You don't sure. want one of those. You, you, want, you don't want an ergonomic a, handle. Yeah. You, you want it to be at least one of those. Yeah. You know? I agree. You have to uh, be able to throw your back into it. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she goes downstairs and she's like, they use a broom. I didn't know they were using a broom, too. To sweep, so they what, were, did, what, what, did you give it to them? Did was that a, a little? Did you sweeten the deal when you traded in your car and like we're gonna leave the ice scraper in there for you too? <laughs> Didn't what? have one in the Kia either. <laughs> Just how do you live in Ohio? I, because you can use several different things because you uh, already have the tools that you need at your disposal. Right. Sometimes I'll use the snow shovel and I'll. Just run it across the thing. And, you know, we're not dumb. Like, we always remember to pull the windshield wipers up before the snow. Okay. We never forget that. So that is already like 90% of the problem when it snows. So we would go downstairs and we would get the shovel and then shovel it off and then use the spatula. To scrape detail work, the ice, yes. Um, so I was worried about the spatula. I'm gonna be fucking totally honest with you. I was worried because they were using a metal one. Yeah, that they were gonna go out there and they were gonna break that fucking thing with break the window with that metal spatula. So in my mind, I'm not scratching up the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, every time I go to the grocery store, here's the fucking problem with the Kroger's. Okay, it's not like Jesse right now <laughs> talking about Kroger. Uh -huh. They put the ice scrapers in the front of the store mm -hmm. where you walk after you've already bought your groceries. Okay. Okay. So where the lottery thing is, where the coin thing is, that aisle that the baggers stand in to bag the groceries, yes. right? They put the ice scrapers there. So every time I went to the store, I got my stuff and then I walked down that aisle after I've already paid. I see the ice scrapers and I'm like, ah, I forgot it. I got to get it next time. And I never got it next time. Mm -hmm. And um, so she's using a shovel. We she's She's like, I'm going to go downstairs and get the broom 
to wipe off the car. Okay. We're going to sweep the car off with a broom. And uh, apparently she goes downstairs. <laughs> she, she grabs the broom and she notices that on the top of the broom, <laughs> there is a screw, a sharp pointed screw taped to the broom at the top, like a spear. And she says, do you know why that was? <laughs> I was trying to get that thing out of the uh, piss hole. Uh-huh. And I thought <laughs> I could spear it with a broom with a screw tape to it. And then she was like, did I fucking touch the piss broom? And I'm like, yeah, you, you touched the piss spear. It's I call it the piss spear. A wooden handled broom. <laughs> it wasn't wooden handled. It was okay. plastic, and it oh, was. Then it's fine. And it was also the tape was packing tape, like the stuff you put on a package, because that's all we got. So it wasn't even duct tape. So I had a really crazy time off. Really, I thought like if I would relax, I could relax. You know, take some time off, sit around, relax, and I did a lot of relaxing. That is not something. I did, but I did some of the dumbest. I just had some of the dumbest issues come and get me. Yeah. And, and the piss broom was, was one of them. But like, uh, I ended up getting sick for 10 days, but not with COVID. So that was annoying. And then they put me on steroids and it fixed my back. Cool. But they said the, the back would go back out. Uh, so they said, it's only going to work while you're on the steroids, man. So you got to talk to, you got to go to the gym. The lady said, you got to go to a back doctor. Um, you said you need a bacchiotomy? She did. She said, uh, for the back, you're going to have to go to a back doctor. And I was like, you motherfucker. I don't even know what that fucking means. Um, well, uh, I mean, for those of you that tuned in the, the shows, um, you know, I was having a real bad time. Uh, and yeah, after COVID, I've just stayed inside mostly and uh, haven't been doing shit. I did. Um, we were feeling real squirrely and wanted to go to like my favorite bar and uh, ended up going and there was like nobody there and was like, we're just going to leave. This is yeah. not a good idea. But I just wanted to see what was going on. Yeah. But it's and I've been doing DoorDash. The, the smell of a bar. I like the smell oh my God, of the, a bar. Yeah, the this one in the lights and the the weird decorations and they do yeah they do it's it's a great place. Well, the well drinks smell when you go in there. There's this like crazy. Ever since cigarettes, no cigarettes inside. When you go into a bar, there's this fucking smell that is like sort of intoxicating to me. It smells like people getting drunk. Actually. Yeah, people acting <laughs> wild. Yeah, so we went. It was okay, but. Not going to do it again. Left very quickly. Uh, but I've been doing DoorDash as well. And that's been really good. It makes me feel like, I mean, I just, sorry, I have to be more honest in 2022. And I'm to sorry to let down everybody that's listened for so long, but I like working. Like, I like doing stuff like that. It makes me feel like I have a purpose when it's just a very simple task of like, this person needs Chick-fil-A. You got to drive it to their house. You got 14 minutes to get it there, you know? And so, but also I've been witnessing the crumbling of everything yeah. uh, through that. It's been bizarre. Like I've been in more situations now where people are just openly like yelling at the sky. Yeah. Like I was at Kroger and this guy's like, 
Oh, come on! You've been kicking us in the teeth for two years now! <laughs> like, he was... The worker? No, and it, just someone in line. Someone, like, waiting was mad because they shut a, a down something. And I, just the biggest baby in the world. So Kroger's weird. Kroger's a bitch, though. I'm going to tell you about Kroger that pisses me off. They are trying. And this happened during the break, too, at a place in, I think, Boston, where they just replaced all the cashiers with... The things and people flipped out about it. Yeah, like they hated it with Wh the self scan. Um, it was really early in the vacation. It was, I, I think, it's that place that did a strike when we were in Boston. Oh, gotcha. You remember yeah. Shop a Lot or some shit? I don't remember yes. what the yeah. name is. Food Lion or whatever. It's not Kroger, but anyway, uh, they replaced all of the cashiers at a store, and they said that like it was an utter fucking disaster because there are a lot of people who go to the grocery store and never do self-scan they're old people i mean people my fucking age i'm 43 i i still like to do it i mean yeah i i prefer it but man they kroger only usually has one open oh i know maybe one sometimes none at night if you go in there it's none I and mean, then, like, the people that don't go through them regularly don't fucking understand them or how to use them. And then everybody's mad at the person that doesn't know how to fucking check out and bag their own fucking groceries. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The person with no training at all. <laughs> people are mad at that person and it flips them out. And also, the other thing about those you scans that makes me want to yell is when it fucking tells the guy to come and count your groceries. Mm -hmm. You ever had that happen? No. The motherfucker will say there's 43 items. Oh, God. And the guy is supposed to count all the items. They never do. Oh, of course. But, like, it says, uh, you know, wait, please wait. Uh, and then a person That's comes. That's scare tactic. Like, That's just to make you think they are keeping track of it. But, yeah, right. The, no employee is going to uphold that. I mean, why I don't give a fuck? 112 items. I've had it say 112 items. I'm like, motherfucker... I mean, come on. But, like, I can see melting down at the grocery store now. I feel like I'm going to sometimes when I get in there, dude, and the line touches the back wall mm -hmm. of a supermarket. That makes me want to fucking lose my mind. Yeah. I don't care if it's fast. Because a lot of times it's faster than you think it's going to be. Yeah. I don't fucking care. And at the Kroger I go to, the line's always all the way to the back fucking wall. And there's a guy without a mask leaning his head over my the back of my neck. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get COVID from the guy without a mask. Like, all on my neck. But it's like, why don't you fucking be reasonable? Like, if you're not going to wear a mask, don't, whatever. I, yeah. I'm not going to do. I can't, I'm not going to beat you up. But like... Don't fucking get close to Step people. back, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Nobody's wearing masks anymore. I feel like the mask thing is almost... The jig is almost up here, man. I think people are. Oof. I am not seeing it, man. I don't know. I mean, I went to a... I mean, the bar, and it's a bar, so nobody wears masks at no, the bar. No, well, you wouldn't expect that. But, but the fucking Taco store, Bell, nobody wears a mask either. Um, The guy... I went to go do a DoorDash at, like, uh, Old Bag of Nails. 
And I walk in and like the manager is sitting there and like he grabs his mask and kind of just kind of hold it over his face like he's supposed to care while I'm there. And he's like just filling out paperwork. And then he like comes to talk to me. He won't even put it on his ears. And then he just waits for me to look away and then just throws it back down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I just think that like a lot of the workers are fucking done. With it, it feels like it, it feels like the beginning of a lot of like dystopian comic book stuff, though. Like it feels like the beginning where people are just losing it and it there's nothing is open anymore there's no matinee movies there that doesn't even exist anymore like the movie theater is open from like four yeah. to, to nine and that's the only time they get people to work i went to um i you know what i did um i'm gonna brag about my charity here but uh i went and did doordash like all fucking day and it's one of those things where it's a it's the whole thing is snake bit because you don't get paid enough for what you do and the and the car wear and tear and gas and all that. But even worse than that is you smell fast food all day and then you want to eat it. So most of the job is to, to be around fast food for five hours and not eat fast food. Especially because it eats into your profits. Yeah. I went to this Chipotle at the mall and it was like a fuck. It was so disgusting and there were so many people there and there was just receipts printing out and it was awful and the people the kids that the kids te- teens that were running it there was like six or seven of them and they all looked so fucking exhausted and beat to shit and uh i was like i had like a 50 dollar bill in my pocket and i just put it in the tip jar because i yeah. felt so bad immediately for them it was just like you, no one should be doing this this is it's so fucking rough out there yeah right now i mean people are yelling everything's busy uh, I mean, everything's close. Nothing is reliably open. No, nothing's way. available. Everything costs more. Well, and that's been my thing about coffee, right? It's like everybody knows that I always buy a coffee. And, oh, that's a good point in the chat. Psychic gasoline just made the point right there. The big problem is that 24 hour shopping people are having to mix with daytime shopping people. That's true. I am a 1 a.m. shop. I would do 1 a.m. grocery shopping a lot, a lot. Me too, baby. Me too. I'd rather go at night. I used to grocery shop at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now everything's closed at 11. Nothing's open 24 hours anymore. It's so hard to find something to do late night. Yeah. And they can't even now. I mean, it's the, I mean, I am paying attention to the case, the amount. Like, I'm not going out or anything. There's a few concerts I've wanted to go to that I'm just going to wait it out some. Yeah. For some little little bit of uh, relief. Yeah, but, I wanted to go to wrestling last week. And uh, in Detroit, I was thinking about going. And then I was like, well, I didn't want to go anywhere. And I was sick. That was Actually, I wasn't sick the day of the wrestling show. You were sick. I was sick two days before it. So it was like, am I going to be okay to go? And I don't know what happened with my sickness. I was just passing out. But you're right. People are going fucking crazy out there. It has been like, and it is one of those things that's like, when you're looking, you got a fucking election coming up this year. And like, you have the midterms Uh happening and, this is gonna be a fucking bloodbath, dude. That's the I thing I've been looking at. It's like it's gonna be. I mean, not that it matters. I don't it, know if my DoorDash. I don't know if anybody. I I don't feel like anybody that I interact with DoorDash gives a shit. Oh really? <laughs> like the employees or the people ordering? I think people. I don't know if that matters. Who does that really? Does has midterms ever mattered to anybody that wasn't like a fucking dork? I think that like once they start happening and the commercial, like I think that like no. 
Nobody's thinking about them right now, right? But in September and October, commercials are going to run all fucking sure. day about guys. <laughs> They're going to go in and on Mary Ellen O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> Whoever it is. I don't even know. I'm not voting in a goddamn midterm. What's the fucking point? Who's running? Anyway, we don't even know who's running here. They're trying to fix the the they're trying to fix the thing. Gerrymandering. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to fix the gerrymandering here. I don't think it's gonna happen. It got it they had they made some ground on it. Okay, yeah. Because that could change the whole thing. I might care. Yeah. I I I could see myself I could see myself caring about smaller things. Like, I can see myself caring about, like, local issues. I can see myself caring about, like, who is the state rep. Who Like, those things, I could actually visualize myself. But it is so pointless to try to vote for these things. Because I'm voting with, like, guys with the Trump Rambo thing right. hanging up. Like, way more of them than me. So I just... I just am like, I don't know. If they yeah. fix it, they're going to fix it. But uh, I live in a super gerrymandered district. It's like, there's like, it's a little pencil that just shoots into Columbus. And then there's a big lasso at the top with all the fucking rednecks. Right. And so if I'm in Louisiana, though, you've got to admit, if you're in Louisiana, you're, you're voting for that guy that smoked a blunt in his commercial. I didn't Did know. Did you him. see him? Huh. Oh, God, I got to get him. Uh, there is a guy that ran his first campaign commercial to introduce himself and he's just smoking a fucking he's smoking a, a blunt with an eighth in the thing yeah and it got like huge news it's smart it is absolutely uh uh you ha it's so hard to what's the word it's so hard to get attention and like i think it's smart actually to smoke a blunt he's got a huge blunt uh it says that he's a Democratic Senate candidate in Louisiana. Senate. Senate. <laughs> it's it's illegal in Louisiana, right? He's running against a GOP Senator John Kennedy. Okay. Um a Kennedy, a Republican Kennedy? I don't, yeah, I don't I think it's a different kind of Kennedy. Yeah. Whatever. But uh marijuana, once a taboo subject for American politicians, is featured front and center in a new campaign ad out of Louisiana. Democrat Gary Chambers is seen lighting and inhaling a blunt in his debut TV ad, clocking in at 37 seconds. And he goes, every 37 seconds, somebody is arrested for possession of marijuana. Chambers, a 36-year-old community organizer, says in the video, uh, still a prohibited schedule one substance under federal law. Marijuana remains illegal with it, without any decriminalization measures in 24 states. States waste $3.7 billion enforcing marijuana laws every year, Chambers continues in the ad. Most of the people police are arresting aren't dealers, but rather people with small amounts of pot, just like me. And, uh... Yeah, he looks dope. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. It's the fucking... It's the cool... It's the only cool political ad ever made. Yeah, and you want to talk about cigars, like, those things don't scramble your fucking brain at all. <laughs> they just make you smell bad and make your stomach hurt. <laughs> He looks so cool. Nobody, even if he doesn't get elected, he's going to be the coolest politics guy out there yeah. for the rest of time. Nobody's, nobody does stuff like He's that. got a little spark going. Yeah. You got to have guts. You got to have yeah. guts. Especially when like, you're trying to figure out like, how am I going to get people to vote for me? 
How am I going to get people to know who I am, especially if I'm running for Senate, which is like, I don't know who my Senate, Sherrod Brown might be my Senator or Rob Portman. Who's the Rob Portman. There's two of them, right? Yeah. I think it's Rob Portman and, and Sherrod Brown. I believe. Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, looks like it. Okay, so I did know our two senators, but that's because uh, I protested Rob Portman with the with when they when the police knocked those people out of their wheelchairs. Yeah, for act up, and I know Sherrod Brown because I'll never forget him because of Sherrod, the Republican that ran against him. Like, I don't know how he didn't win. He ran the campaign that said Sherrod Brown let us down. So every time I hear the name Sherrod Brown, I go, let us down. <laughs> uh, Sherrod Brown, I remember when we went to the airport protest, he showed up and people talk, <laughs> people talk shit behind his back. Like, <laughs> he's down here to ruin this shit. <laughs> go tell everybody to go home. It's so funny. These guys show up and then people are like, yeah. well, a senator showed up, but. You know, he's he's rowing everything. Pack it up. Yeah, fuck him. We don't need him. <laughs> That's so funny. Should, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How, like, he's half, he's just like such a half-baked guy. Like, just not, just useless. It's like, if you're not, if you're not fighting for what's right and it, the playbook is already there. Yeah. You, you aren't reading, you aren't progressing, you aren't advancing your politics, you're not looking to do anything progressive you're just trying to to save your ass and say something that makes people think you are yeah and i think he has he is like a guy because do you remember when we like why you why how is your state doing what it's doing to uh abortion and everything and you aren't like talking shit constantly like not even about not even saying a word right can't be found don't hold your breath. This is, I just typed Sherrod Brown marijuana. And uh, the first thing says, don't hold your breath on passing marijuana banking legislation, says Senate banking chair, Sherrod Brown. Nice. <laughs> I just think that like, yeah, I think he's just like a super middle of the road guy. Yeah. He's just like, he's a union guy. I think. Okay. I believe he is a union guy. He talks like he smokes too. That's the thing that really makes me nuts is he's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm just Sherrod Brown over here. Uh-huh. You know? And I'm like, that guy sounds fun. He sounds like Oscar the Grouch. Oh yeah. Bit. I love Oscar. I'm the a little Grouch. excited about him. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I do think people care about it. Um, I do think people end up caring about, the midterms, but I also think that people like vote really poorly in the midterms where they're just like, I don't know. I saw a commercial and uh, they said this guy did something and, and now I hate him, but we'll, we'll watch it. I mean, we had Morgan Harper on that one time. She seemed really fucking cool. Yeah. Got beaten a primary, but you know, anybody that, that comes on street fight isn't going to win. <laughs> <laughs> somebody in um somebody in what was i gonna say um oh somebody on twitter said that they wanted to hear my take on something so uh i will throw this out there for you brett um wwe wrestling uh has a guy named walter walter rules i'm gonna tell you that right now Okay, we saw him fight wrestle C PCO in person. One of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. I would put that up there with anything I've ever seen. 
crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're changing his name. They go, <laughs> they they trademark a name, and it's Gunther Starks. Okay. Okay. So like, if you go online and you Google Gunther Starks, he was a famous Nazi U-boat captain. <laughs> Nobody did that. <laughs> Nobody Googled. Nobody Googled that. They just, they, they didn't, they ended up, if nobody would have said anything yesterday, they would have called him Gunther Starks on, on the show. And it would have been extra funny, but like, I think that they, I, you know, they just don't Google stuff. They recently had a thing called submission sorority. And when people Googled submission sorority, the porno series, (laughs) of course it is. It's porno. So, yeah, they just keep accidentally doing Nazi stuff. One of the other guys in his well, faction. He was, he was the ring comp guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like done. That. He's accidentally done Nazi stuff over and over and over again. And it's just like, you gotta, if you're German, and I hate to do this to you German people. If you're a German pe- person and you're listening, I mean, we just, we naturally think all your stuff is Nazi. Yeah. And that's just because you you guys were the Nazis. You should you know? not do it anywhere near. You should Google thoroughly. You should run from the word "comp." Yeah. I think you should just not use that word. Period. Yeah. And then somebody it in, made, when we saw them live, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, like people were chanting "Ring Comp." Like, it was like <laughs> what? Oh, we had german guys in front of us yeah that were chanting like ring and we were like okay yeah germany i don't know if it was german it might have just been two enthusiastic whites which is <laughs> yeah. you still don't want that yeah still nobody don't say people. it just don't say it you don't want people getting excited don't about do german the mustache stuff. don't do the name don't just don't do any of it the mustache thing it's like the thing where people will say the swastika is a buddhist thing and it's like well if if you're in like India and there's swastikas everywhere, it's like that's one thing. It's like a Hindu thing, right? If if you're over in a country that's like primarily Hindu and there's swastikas everywhere, all right, whatever. Don't do it diagonal ways. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to accidentally end up being a Nazi. That is, it's really. I don't know how you could. Uh, uh, Oh, my God. So Psychic Gasoline said my state almost passed a bill that would have made it illegal for a teacher to say that Nazis were of low moral value. Those these these laws that they're passing about uh, teaching and uh, uh, these laws that they're passing about teaching are just terrifying to me. I haven't looked through a lot of them. Yeah. But yeesh. Uh, (laughs) My daughter has been protesting the anti CRT stuff in Ohio. Like she. She's part of a anti-racism group. Uh, Are they doing it at her school? Yeah, they're, they're like trying to get rid of CRT. No, not in her no, school. It's a Columbus school thing. They're trying not to, but there are anti-CRT people in my neighborhood too. Obviously, For sure. there's like rich people, and then there's the liberal type people. But you know, I <laughs> uh, saw this story on Monday. Uh, do you know Amy's Brett? Amy's the kitchen, the food, the frozen food. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to stop on the way because I found out she had a restaurant when we did the West Coast tour. I wanted to stop there. Okay. So I don't know about the restaurants. That's fine. When Inez de la 
De La Luz showed up for work at the Amy's Kitchen Factory in Santa Rosa, California, wearing an arm brace, prescribed after she couldn't move her hand at the end of a fast-paced shift making frozen burritos in July 2020. She says a supervisor ordered her to remove the brace and return to the production line. Damn! That is... That's fucked up. Cold-blooded. That is nuts thing to say to somebody. That is like saying... That's, your- produ- that's everybody should stop. Yeah. No, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. We're not making people take braces off. I, dude, it is like saying you can't get your job done, so cut that cast off. Yeah. Bro, you can't fucking climb a ladder with that cast. Cut it off and get back to work. You fell and hurt your back, but we need you standing up and moving boxes. What else are you good for? I mean, it is a thing where it's like part of you is like they are so desperate right now. For people to work that this stuff is this is where things are like really getting bad and it's like employees have power but like it's so hard not to feel like you're gonna get in trouble for exercising your power like well i knew i had power i i knew i had like a a, a small amount of power when i was working at jobs but i never exercised any of that Power because I was afraid. I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want to be in a conversation with somebody that was hurt feelings by me. Yeah. So like I think a lot of I, I think that like the supervisors at these places are are probably at their wits end, but who cares? Because they're treating the uh, uh employees terribly, I'm sure. Yeah. Too. So that was July twenty twenty when that happened? Yeah. So that was like that was right after quarantine and, and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was get back to normal shit. It was the start of a one and a half year ordeal that would send her back and forth to a doctor who she says hesitated to give her tougher work restrictions and eventually to a new job in the factory disinfecting the cafeteria alongside other injured workers. So they just have like a whole crew of injured workers. Here's a spray bottle and a rag. <laughs> Stay busy all day. Yeah. De La Luz. Bet and you it- won't get injured again. <laughs> yeah. Bet you won't get injured again. I mean, if your factory just has like a big group of injured workers, there might be a problem with the way that yeah. you're conducting the work. Right. And like the thing about doing Street Fight is that like over this 10 years, like when we talk about work at specifically food factories, it is so bad. It is. We have never heard like oh somebody got a job at a food factory and everything's going great there it's always like you think about the lays factory that yeah. we talked about the the uh lancaster had that cereal factory uh for a while uh but it was always punished it's always punishing work hours and mm-hmm. like an insane and it just you can't keep up with it yeah they want you working six days a week oh god yeah well that the was Kellogg's, the Kellogg's. yeah yeah, yeah. 16 hours stuff. a day seven days a week at the Kellogg's place. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, who keep up or get lost. Yeah. Even in Amazon's adopting the same thing, too. I mean, they're just churning through people. Yeah, Blue Apron we did at one point. Their yeah. factory was like people were stabbing each other and getting hurt yep. and cutting themselves and all kinds of shit. It's the meat packet. The, the fucking meat, Meat's man. been, yeah, Ooh. bad forever. Well, forever, but especially during COVID has been really bad. Like really fucking bad. I like I I I got I bought Tyson meat while I was on break, and uh, worst mistake I ever made. Uh, I'm just trying to fit in with, with my family. 
because they were having like a kind of trashy dinner, fish sticks and oh, yeah. uh, um, shells and cheese and broccoli. Damn. Yeah, they just sometimes they like that. When me and Hodge you are on tour, they eat that. They eat fish sticks, shells and cheese, shells and cheese and broccoli. They just like that dinner. It's like a comfort dinner. Macaroni and cheese or like stuffed shells? With no, shells and cheese, macaroni, like Velveeta shells deluxe. and deluxe. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not deluxe. Not deluxe. No, you don't want to buy the deluxe. You I like just the deluxe. You want the like real fucking squirt that cheese into a thing and boom, you got yourself a nice cheese. I buy the deluxe, deluxe Velveeta. Charlotte hates it. Yeah, yeah. She no. says crap. She I actually like says that. She just says, she's like, is it Kraft macaroni and cheese? I'm like, yes. Does she fall for it? Because there's a way big difference. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. I meant, she asks now, anytime I say, do you want macaroni and cheese? She says, is it Kraft macaroni and cheese? Yeah, Kraft macaroni and cheese is so good. That fucking cheese. Ugh. Oh, God. I this, this guy I used to work with, this guy I used to hang out with a lot. I, I worked with him, too. Used to just buy, like, a bunch of macaroni and cheeses and then take the cheese powder out and put it on popcorn. Uh-huh. And he, he fucking loved Innovator. It. He he was an innovator because they ended up they sell that now. doing that. Yeah, yeah. They, they sold, I remember, maybe, I think even feel like when I was a teenager, they started selling just a shaker full of the cheese. Yeah. The powder. Like, you could just. Have it and, you know, throw it in your mouth as a little snack. I think you have it once when you're a kid. Or, or I had it so often when I was a kid that, like, it just, it's like Reese Cups. It's the same fucking thing, that craft yeah. mac and cheese. So, anyway, they are like, we're going to have this dinner. And I'm like, I hate fish sticks. I don't eat fish sticks. They're disgusting. I love uh, when people say fish sticks. It sounds like fish dicks. Yes, it does sound like fish sticks. So I go, I'll go to the store and get myself some chicken nugget. Chicken dicks. Things. Some chicken sticks. Yeah. Of some sort. I fucking buy buffalo flavored anytizers. Why? Those are the ones I saw. I thought it sounded like if I'm going to get one. I'll... You don't have to, though. But I was, I was doing it. It was just a, the way I was feeling. You were going for a race for the bottom. Well, yeah. I just wanted to get any tizers. I got any tizers. Huge mistake, by the way. They smelled. They tasted. They were the worst flavored things I've ever had. I'm, I'm Don't telling I, you. There's so many fancy schmancy frozen shit now. Is there's there? not really. No. There's not like. Not chicken nuggets, dude. You can't get like. I should have. What I should have done is got the fucking vegetarian chicken nuggets. Because I like those. The corn. Uh-huh. I should have got some corn. Right. But I fucking did. And I said, I'm going to get some any tizers. And uh, I had to light candles and spray Lysol in the house to get the smell out. Because, uh-huh. like, I took two bites. And if, I said, if I fucking keep smelling this, I'm going to throw up all over the house. Like, I couldn't get the smell out of the Ugh. house. It was a bad fucking experience, Ugh. man. So let me just say, don't eat any tizers. As if anybody... In, Listening to the show is going to eat any tizers. We have an entertising any tizer audience. We do actually. <laughs> Listeners, there's lots of people yeah. that are going to email you and say like, "You got to try them with ranch or something." Yeah, and Jay, yeah, and and uh, uh, yeah, fellow worker, I know. I bought the any tizers before Mike and Jesse talked about them, so that is also why. Uh, uh, I well, didn't yeah. know how bad. I thought were. you got the idea from them. I thought you were listening no. to their podcast. And you're like, my friends like any tizers. No, because Mike bought them. No, I didn't hear it until after I had the any tizers. And then I was like, oh, I wish I would have heard that bad mistake. So they, 
Yeah, that's gross. Uh, De La Luz and, and other... You cooked him in the oven, too, right? I did. <laughs> I don't have a fryer. Yeah. My wife won't let me buy an air fryer or a fryer fryer. She says if we have it, we'll use it. I'm like, no shit. Right. It's now we can get down to eating good. <laughs> yeah. hey. you, you, you like eating all this fried, this fake fried shit in the oven. Do it right. Air fryer is so easy. It's so stupid. And it's way better than deep fry. It's not better, I mean. French fries. I do. I, 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 I bake French fries Ugh. all the time. Disgusting. Yeah. I know it's That's stupid. Unacceptable. It's stupid. I've never fried something in my house myself, ever. Yeah, I got rid of my deep fryer, and um, I want it back. Yeah. Uh, De La Luz and another injured worker who cleans the cafeteria say it was called the Corral, like on a farm. Though they aren't sure where the name originated, they say it highlighted the feeling that they were no longer important to the company, a family business that is one of the country's top makers of vegetarian frozen and canned food. De La Luz said that in the fall of 2021, when she learned that she was a candidate for surgery to treat her arm injury, Amy's Kitchen told her it was eliminating her position in the cafeteria and laid her off. Woo! Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of days I think I'm good for nothing, that my life will never be the same and I'll never live without pain again, she said. Which is... Oh, I, I mean, that, that is so how much. you can feel, though. I know, it is. Um, no, that's... It, when your job fucks your body up, it makes you feel very – it is a fucked up thing in your head, well, you know? And you constantly need money all the fucking time, and yeah. now you're limited in your range of motion or what you can perform. I mean, what can you really do these days if you don't have a college degree? If – also, I don't know how old she is, you know? But, like – if you're over, th like, I think sometimes about, like, what if I had to go get a real fucking job at 43 years old? I feel like they, it probably is a lot harder because they wouldn't want to hire an old guy. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I don't think I'm that you're old You're reliable yet. but useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, yeah, I, uh, I, um. Especially for women, I, though. You know, it's actually true that like the older women get, the less people will hire them, and and like uh, uh, it is, it's been that way forever. Well, when I worked at the when I worked at the warehouse, I mean, I worked with a lot of like people that were forty or fifty, close to sixty, that were like used to be do other jobs, but were injured and had to be downgraded to like just folding clothes all day. Or picking orders and stuff, but they always had like wrist guards on, or they're like, "Yeah, I can't really, I can't lift my arms above my fucking shoulders. Check it out, like I'm fused together in some way, or like my wrists don't <laughs> turn anymore." Yeah. It's just like, yeah, people give up range of like like the use of their body for a job, I, dude. And I, then the job is like, well, we needed you. We needed the only good thing about you was your body. You know, that that arm that was working is what we were paying for, really. Yeah. I mean, they used to send me uh, uh, or when I worked at at the cable company, like and I got injured. I was like, oh, listen, I know this doesn't sound like me. I understand that. I said, I'll come in and do like office work. You could teach me how to how to do dispatch. You could teach me how to do something. And they were like, we don't do light duty here. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, oh, because I didn't think there was any way they were going to pay me. 
workman's comp. So I got like really scared that they were just going to get rid of me because they don't do light duty. And I got to imagine that now that I'm reading this and through other things I've heard, I don't think businesses do light duty. I just don't think that's like a thing that exists anymore where they're just like, you're not, I mean, this place obviously does the corral. Amy's kitchen. I mean, the most, most pretty much every place I've ever worked. It's like, okay, you're on light duty. Uh, okay. Everybody doesn't like you. Everybody's passive aggressive. We're waiting for you to leave. You know, we're like, we're getting rid of you. Just take the hint and stop coming back to work. Yes. Uh, one former, but one former and four current workers say that that, so Amy's goes at Amy's, our heroes are our employees on the front lines who are coming to work every day so that we can continue to make food for people to eat is, uh, that's what they say, you know, but one what former, is that is, yeah. yeah, we make food for people to eat. <laughs> well, but yeah, that's, it's in the name food. I think. <laughs> <laughs> It's technically what they are. We make food. This is such a huge bummer, too, because Amy's, like, my wife, big Office lady. Yeah, She's that's such I mean, an Amy. Office head. lifestyle. Yeah. Amy's gets it done. <laughs> too pricey for me. I think it's too expensive. Um, but I, I, I have to say, also, early in my vegetarian days, it got me through a lot. Yeah. Okay, it it delivered cuisine. enough to Santa Fe fucking burrito or enchiladas <laughs> or whatever. Like that delivered, you know, it was a little pricier, but it was cheaper than fast food. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get, I've had like three lean cuisines in my life and they like really. <sighs> That's dog shit. Oh, you know what I used to eat a lot when I was in the office? There's like 90. It, Amy's isn't like a 90 cent. No, no, no. Amy's six bucks. Yeah. Amy's, Amy's is, is damn near. You're just like, you God damn it. You almost charged the full price. Actually, I think it's $4.99. I would say Amy's is a $4.99 because like what I used to get when me and my wife were like at our, at our brokest and I was working at the call center, we would go and buy a bunch of those and whatever was on sale. But most of the time I was really into the Marie Callender's pizza. I get a Marie Callender's pepperoni pizza and throw it in the microwave at work, which is the worst food. It, 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 it fucking just in and and it's the same thing with like lean cuisine i used to have to get a lean cuisine pizza if that was on sale that week it was just really uh whatever's on sale for 10 for 10 was what i was going to be having for lunch for the whole week at work and i i just i i really hate it but amy's first of all i gotta tell you the truth i've never had an amy's frozen okay. because my wife my wife loves them though. doesn't share I used to get them. I used to get her. She used to be allowed to have two of those a week and then lean cuisine or whatever for the rest of the week because we can't. We're not an Amy's everyday family. Sure. <laughs> we don't have Amy's everyday kind of money. Um, they say the growth of Amy's kitchen has been made possible by increasing the speed of production lines and that workers are becoming injured in an effort to maintain the speed. They say that the conditions leave them especially vulnerable to repetitive stress injuries that gradually get worse over time. Amy's kitchen employs 2,700 people across the country and cooks and packages its meal at production facilities in Idaho, Oregon, and two factories in Northern California. The company also has four fast food restaurants on the West Coast, which plans to open more in 2022. Well, maybe you will get to try it again, Brett. Mm -hmm. uh, 
The workers there say that the production lines have steadily increased in speed over the years without corresponding increases in pay or better resources to prevent injuries. After the pandemic started, Amy's Kitchen executives said in several interviews that it increased the production to meet unprecedented consumer demand for prepared foods. First, we were doing 21,000 plates in eight hours. Then they saw that they could do more, said Cecilia Luna Ojeda, who has worked in the Santa Rosa factory for 17 years. She said that each production line now makes 25,716 plates of food during an eight and a half hour shift. So they they uh, upped that by 4,700 for like over time. And you got to fucking really be a piece of shit to be turning up the speed on the machine. This is the thing I always think about when they talk about sped up assembly lines. When you're the yeah. guy fucking <laughs> pulling the switch uh, to faster, you're a piece of shit. Hang on tight everybody, here we go. <laughs> yeah, um there's just human joints like uh robots and things that can be oiled and replaced they can move their arm back and forth repetitively you can't have people just picking shit up off the line every for hundreds of fucking items every rolling minute. burritos yeah and 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 like because that's what it looked the pictures on here it's just are a burrito okay and it looks like they're like a lot of them are just rolling it's roll 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 right, roll right. roll and it's like if you're speeding that up you're right like Think about, I mean, just think about even like a robot arm or something like that. Like if you, if you did that to like a robot arm, it would fall apart. Like things fall it's apart increase. over repetitive use. And also it's like, it's like a 20% increase almost in productivity. Right. And if you don't need, like when they say unprecedented demand for their stuff, happened during the pandemic it's like well guess what we can't make enough you know yeah <laughs> like, we don't have to fucking, sell out yeah you gotta write you, yeah we ran job. out yeah yeah you did enough like look at a barbecue business model like what if a barbecue yes. place was like no we want to just make sure that no matter how much is needed we're gonna have you know what amy's if you didn't get those extra seven thousand um, if you didn't get those extra 6,000 fucking plates a day, nobody would care. There is not a person on the fucking planet that would be like, I can't believe there's no Amy's at the grocery store. There'd, now what am I going to do? There'd be a guy in the frozen food section going, <laughs> they've been kicking us in the teeth for <laughs> two years now. The Amy's is never here. My dad probably flipping out. Oh my God. When he said they're kicking us in the teeth, I like my head <laughs> snapped. I was like, what the fuck? This guy is mad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here you go. Uh, Amy's Kitchen disputes that it mistreats injured workers. If an occupation... Well, okay. Well, then I trust them. Um, uh, it says, if if an occupational or personal injury does occur, we are committed to finding safe, reasonable accommodation for everyone and do all that we can to make employees feel supported from the onset of injury or illness to and through recovery. First of all, there's no there's not a recovery. There's not repetitive i don't think there's repetitive strain injury recovery yeah i don't think that exists yeah it's it just less painful or like yeah drug it up but but they don't aren't drugging in none up anymore either i don't think there's surgery to i don't think you can fix it yeah i'm not sure i don't no. know i've known so many ladies with carpal tunnel 
and men and probably non-binary but so many people i knew had carpal tunnel uh that aren't like trying to be lazy or get out of work no their fucking hands fucked up <laughs> the whole yeah. thing is fucked up but the workers say they're expected to prove any injuries they report to human resources with a doctor's note typically from physicians working at a nearby con concentra of for-profit urgent care chain the concentra doctors seem to look at them superficially or downplay their injuries the workers say Della Luz, who shared her medical records with nbc news says when she complained to her first doctor at concentra that his restrictions weren't protecting her because he wrote them as suggested guidelines that only applied to her upper right extremity rather than her entire arm with an additional note that the patient may work their entire shift he told her that he didn't want to revise his prescription because he was scared of amy's and amy didn't want us to stop working de la luz said uh yeah did you see in the chat what were grinzel posted no they have Amy, uh, they have on-site health care. There you go. That is exactly how they're getting away with it. Nobody's really injured, I guess. Is, yeah, is and they're, the prob point. they're probably making money from running an in urgent care inside their fucking building. Oh, God, yeah. I wonder if they do have to pay. I mean, having an on-site urgent care would be, that, that should be illegal. I think that should be illegal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm going to say that, like, I think that it should be a trust, a, a third. I think you should be able to pick the doctor. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that if you work at a place yeah. and you have repetitive strain injury, you should be able to go to your own, to a different doctor and see them. But what probably happens is either they don't have health insurance. So it's like, if I got to go to the doctor or the urgent care is free, right? So like they probably are like, well, you could go to an urgent care, your own doctor. You could go to the urgent care in here, which is free, and no, you don't okay. have to pay for any of it. Yeah. And then the doctor's just like, ah, you know, fuck it. It sucks though that like Amy's is a place that you're you're sort of thinking like, I know you can't ever trust. No, that, but that you're right. Nice, but they always do they this run to off you. that. Yeah, they're like they're vegetarians. They care about they care about animals, but they don't. But they not humans. They don't. Humans they don't think are animals. Humans they treat worse than animals. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, yes, they do. They always do. Remember Burgerville? Yeah. It was just like, hey, we 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 treat the we sing these cows a lullaby before they go to sleep. And and then we we kill them nicely. Yeah. In their sleep. And then they're like, uh uh, but our workers, we they, we they, want to crush them and juice out all of their labor. <laughs> yeah. We want to put them in a vice. And just turn it until we squeeze all of their labor out of them and then just kind of throw them away. Really? Um, God damn. Maria Del Carmen Gonzalez has been unable to work with her right arm after she tore a tendon in her shoulder on the production line last April. After months of physical therapy and working with just her left arm, her doctor recommended surgery, according to medical records reviewed by NBC News, but the firm overseeing workers' compensation claims on behalf of Amy's Kitchen rejected the doctor's recommendation for surgery in October, writing that even though she wasn't progressing, surgery was not deemed medically necessary. Um, oof, goodness gracious, they're evil. Um, so, yeah. 
Hard to say. Hard, I mean, how do you argue with someone when they're like, my fucking arm hurts and I can't do this job? And they're like, I don't know. I bet you can. Dude, you used to have a bit that you would do where it was just no. Yeah. You remember like the the old bit you used to do where it would be like, uh, uh, you know, my arm's messed up. It really hurts. And then the, the HR person just look at you and go, no. Yeah. No, it don't hurt. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. It actually doesn't. I mean, you're saying it hurts. And like, I've never had a human resources or a supervisor person that didn't think my pain was fake. Yeah. We don't have any room in the budget for that right now. <laughs> yeah. There's no play. Like, I can't do that. I have to get, I have to tell them you're ready to go back to work. I can't prolong this any longer. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And they're like, and they're like, you know, you don't have, you don't have pain. When it's like, this job is impossible to do without paying. Like, if I do this job, this person's working there for 28 years. This person, Janet Barsena, she has chronic pain in her shoulder and leg. And her doctor told her she will never recover completely. Her doctor wrote a note in 2020 requesting that she be allowed to use a chair while on the line. A supervisor initially rejected the request. She says, telling her that we're just not going to do what the doctor says. We're going to do what we think is best. Barsana says she complained again, telling a supervisor that I was speaking not just for me, but for everybody. Human resources finally agreed to add chairs. She said, like, that is the other thing about fucking these places, man. They're so against chairs. I don't get the fucking thing about being against chairs. Yeah, I mean, I think didn't didn't somebody from Slayer like didn't Tom Mariah have to get like spine surgery from headbanging too much? <laughs> yeah, I it's think a, anything- part of doing the job. I mean, he, he's done it for thirty years, repetitive motion. If you're going to be making Amy's for twenty years, that fucking arm joint's going to run out of lube. It's going to just yeah. like break down. Listen to this. The arm is made to, meant to be made fucking just rolling burritos, just moving back forward and backwards. Hundreds of times a day. They have such... I, I really think that these factories and shit and warehouses have ha, should have sort of like a cradle... A hiring to the grave kind of responsibility, especially for pain. On yeah. people that have worked there for... Especially like somebody that's working there for 28 years. Right. It's like you owe her for the rest of they, her life. You've made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of the burritos that sh- at this point. She's done for you... Tens of thousands of burritos. And on every on those, you've made an incredible amount of money. Yeah, it should basically just turn into Cadillac health insurance. It should basically turn... They owe you. That's my dad. I mean, my dad fell apart. His fucking back fell apart. And the best they can do is disability. But, like, he built so many things for millionaires. Mm-hmm. And gave his ability to fucking walk away. Yeah. Yeah, you told me some stuff about him that really pissed me off but that was like a whole other thing that the weed thing uh oh yeah that really pissed me off just the doctor uh you know i hate to say it about your dad but just this is something that doctors are doing now they drug test you for weed to make sure that you can have your pain medicine which is fucked up because they do two different things yeah you know what i mean yeah, and they make you sign contracts, too. Yeah, the workers interviewed make... Oh, there was one more thing. Human Resources finally agreed to add chairs, she says, but they didn't bring enough for everyone. 
On some days, there is no chair ready for her. They act like we don't need these things. So they said, we'll give you chairs, but not for everybody. You guys got to fight over these chairs. Yeah, well, it's for the weakest. Who's the weakest here? Who needs a chair? Who's weak? Oh, if you're sitting in that chair, they're looking at you like you're the fucking worst worker. You're right. You're totally fucking right about that. Um, So that is Amy's. Amy's is a bad place. I wanted to tell you something kind of funny, Brett, before we... Before we wrap up the first show back, my dad called me yesterday for my birthday. Nice. Um, which I, I don't, you know, you know how it is with your parents. Like, you, you kind of, I try to not, like, talk to them very much. Um, <laughs> That's not how it is for everybody. I don't yeah. Think. Well, for me, I try. I and, and, you know, my dad doesn't, like, super listen to me. And I don't think he really cares anything about me. You know? Like, I don't think there's anything that, like, I could say to him that he would be, like, interested in which is totally fine that's cool um but he tells me uh yeah but we're not having anybody over right now which by the way i wasn't even going over there i didn't like wasn't asking if i could go to his house or anything he was just like start doing a conversation starter where he decided to tell me we're not having anybody over to the house uh uh because we're we're going on a cruise which oh. I think is such psycho behavior. Yeah, I, just, I mean, that's the big news. Yeah. Well, I can't go out or anything. <laughs> we got a cruise. Now. A cruise. So. Does he want to get stuck? I don't fucking know. He, no. He wants is, to get stuck eating cheese sandwiches and tomato slices. <laughs> well, this is the part that's going to get you, Brett. He goes like this. Well. I can't do I can't do the impression like you can. He goes, well, you know, you're hearing about all these cases on the uh, on the cruises, and it's like, yeah, most cruises it's like averaging around like 58 cases, but that's like with 3,000 people on the cruise. Okay, so that's like not even that bad. I've been researching the numbers, and I'm like. <laughs> He must be going to, like, the cruise ship lobbying group. He hasn't had it yet? He hasn't had COVID. And he doesn't want it. He's, like, really super avoiding it. My my stepmom is immunocompromised. Uh, so that's what? So, like, a thing where it's, like, it seems so risky. This seems... There's a million other things I would do besides <laughs> go on a cruise. I know. You can still do stuff. Yeah. Nobody's fucking saying you can't take trips. You can fucking go to New York City. And it's less dangerous than going on a fucking cruise. <laughs> like, there's... it's There's only 58 people. Ah, Who knows? Yeah. Just don't play blackjack for too long. You might be next to one of them. It must be Carnival Cruise Owners. Dot, like, yeah. the owners of the place. <laughs> she is like, they're actually really safe, you know? Yeah. You get there, and when you're at the port, they make you show your vaccine card and your negative test they make you show that thing five times before you get even on the boat and it's like what i i mean that doesn't do anything that's like that's like not much of anything they could just show it once before you get on the boat it doesn't make me feel safer than they did five times so hanging out with a tightly knit group of people is not something to be doing right now oh i know so he goes for that long he goes like strangers not people it's strangers so yeah so he goes like this we're actually you know the way that we do things is uh we don't get off the boat really what like we 
Like when they go to port, stay on the boat the whole time. Which that was what I wanted to tell you. That's the most. That's fucking bizarre. Crazy thing I've ever heard. I know I've never been on a cruise at all. Uh huh. But I think you're supposed to get off the boat. They don't get point. Yeah, they get on the boat. I mean, the ripoff is that they tell you that you're going to go to Puerto Rico and St. Martin and St. Thomas and all those things. And they give you six to eight hours of time. And then, of course, the first hour and the, the last hour of that is all figuring out how to get to or from the ship. So you're there for four or five hours. You're there for no amount of time that you'd want to be in Puerto Rico for. And other than that, it takes three days to get there on the boat and three days to get your six days on the boat, six hours in Puerto Rico. That's like the sweetest part of the journey. No, the they only, spend the only whole, fucking reason to go. They stay on the boat the whole time. Why don't they just rent a hotel and live <laughs> in a hotel? Why don't they sell their house and just live in a fucking hotel? I don't know what they do. I don't know what they want. They don't gamble. Um, I think they gamble, but not very much because they're not like big on like. You know, Adrenaline they don't rushes. They don't want to waste money, I yeah. guess. So, and also, they don't like people either. Like, they hate people. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet you a lot of money. They don't talk to anybody on that boat. My dad might talk to the people that are serving them food. Yeah. Like, and do, like, those jokes. Who that, knows? They might have a separate life you don't know about. I know them so well. They don't have any friends, dude. They don't have any friends. They just go to people watch. And they get on the boat and they don't leave the boat. That's absurd. That's the <laughs> only reason to go. There's no other reason to do that. I couldn't believe it. I just, I couldn't even fathom like what that vacation that they do it three or four times a year too. And I always wondered, how do they do three or four cruises a year? I found out last night. And that was because they're not, they don't have money. They're not fucking rich. They're just like regular ass, middle class, regular ass motherfuckers, right? And I figured it out. They don't, they're able to go on all the cruises because they don't get off the boat. Yeah. So it doesn't fucking matter where they're going. Yeah. So you just get a deal on the fucking boat. Yeah. They don't and, drink, right? They do drink, but not very much. They're not big on drinking either. Yeah, I mean, because all their because the they try to take you trick you to, on there for a four hundred dollar ticket or whatever, and then in reality you spend a thousand dollars on alcohol or you gamble it all away or you shop or whatever. Wait, the booze aren't free? Hell no, no, the beer's expensive Wait as fuck. A the food is free. The okay. food is free. So yeah, they're going and just eating the free food and not drinking and not doing anything and i don't know why you would do that i don't know what they do i'm so fascinated by it now. i guess hang out by a pool you had to hang out by a pool you could fucking do that in a hotel yeah for way less money probably i don't know i i cannot believe for the life of me i cannot believe a person would go and have their boat like they don't see anything i thought they were seeing the world dude that's what i thought was going on with them like i thought they went on cruises all the time because they were like we're seeing the fucking world you know we're gonna go yeah we're gonna cruise around we're gonna mykonos and i'm like they're fucking staying on the they're fucking floating around in a mall yeah they are they're it's, living at a mall 
And trying not to spend anything. I mean, basically... <laughs> living sheepishly in a mall. Basically, it's like... Basically, it's like... If I'm not wrong... It's like Las Vegas. It's like being in one of the Vegas hotels. That's what I was going to say is why don't they go to Vegas? Like, you can get way more stuff comped. They don't like Vegas. They always say once you get to Vegas that... They went once when I was growing up, but they said they don't like it. They like Atlantic City better because... <laughs> Because Vegas is like the more high level one. And uh, again, they don't like people at all. I don't know why they do stuff. I I I I I was just you're shocked. supposed to. Yeah. I was shocked. Supposed I was to. extremely shocked about when he said we don't get off eh, we don't get off the boat, you know. That's it's shocking. Just, it's weird, man. That is I would at least like take like a pound of cashews and put them in my bag and like try not to eat i would still get some steps in like i'd still go walk around <laughs> I, know. You, I mean if you're in puerto rico why don't you just go, if you're like go take a peek. there go take a peek yeah go see what's going on in puerto rico or the bahamas i don't think he even knows where they're going he just, just said we always just go south it's just like Got on a fucking thing when we go south. People, Gotta get on it. People's vacations are so fucking fascinating to me. They're so weird. Yeah. So the things people do, like I know so many people that do the same place every single year. Mm -hmm. And that's the only vacation they do. And it's just like in, in Columbus, it's like all my friends were like Myrtle Beach. We go to Myrtle Beach every single year. And Myrtle Beach is like hell. Apparently. I've never been there. Never been to Myrtle Beach? No, I know. I know. I you lost. Can't complain. I lost man. my Ohio white trash. Shut up. Credibility. You don't even know what I've you're missing. You don't there. even know what you're complaining about. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we're back, everybody. Uh, we will be. You know, the new mini series will be starting soon. Uh, probably next week. I think we're gonna look at conservative Facebook guys. Oh, fun. The like. Like, uh, what's his name? J.P. Sears and... Pastor Greg Locke? We could look at him. I love Pat Oh, that's more Holy Boys, but... Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. He's doing Holy Tent revivals. Yeah. You gotta... Um, you have a gift here. Okay. I'm gonna open this gift. This one came from... Uh, Get my fat butt up. Planet under... No, no fat phobia here. Sorry. Uh, planet underscore creature... Oh my god. On Twitter. <laughs> you saw where it came from? So I'm already excited. Uh they sent me a a record, a German cosmic music record uh that is very cool. I'm gonna play it for all y'all. And then they wanted to get something for you. So this is from Twitter user planet underscore creature. It's a very big box. It's a tall box. I know, and I don't have a knife with me. Today. What are you doing? Uh, because I'm wearing sweatpants, and I think it's weird. I've decided it's weird to carry a knife in sweatpants. You have to be prepared, don't you? I know. But I've lost so many knives, dude. Due to sweatpants? Well, I think sweatpants is part of it. I mean, the knife I have now is 80 bucks. I know it costs 80 bucks, but I got it for free because I found it on the ground. Wow. <laughs> so somebody else wearing it with sweatpants. No, I think it was a worker because it happened at a, uh, it was by one of those men working signs. Uh-huh. Sort of just laying on the ground by the men working sign. So. 
Wow, that sounds great. Alright, alright, alright. You got all it. Right. It is a long box. It could be a shotgun. Uh, Can you send this to the mail like that? I mean, it just looks like the shotgun that Arnold Schwarzenegger had in uh, Terminator 2 when he had the roses. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Pulls out the roses. You know what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Kendo sticks! <laughs> All right. Guess who's going to smack each other around on stage? Now what? we got to figure out how to... Uh, now we got to figure out how to travel with these. Yeah, we're going to do like an Instagram live show or something first. How are we going to get these That's on the a, airplane? Uh, this will be our personal items when we fly. Yeah. We're going to hit each other on stage. When we get back out, and that's another thing we're going to be doing, uh, we'll be whacking each other around with kendo sticks. Yeah. This is fucking awesome, dude. We um, can whack each other around. Yeah, I uh, I'm also down to get uh, stapled. I think me too. Staple money. People mm. of the crowd want to staple money to us. I yeah. think that'll be another part of our live shows. We're gonna add VIP. I think we need a VIP setup like they do for Live Nation, except uh. for you can whack. We can whack each other. Get around. to hit us or staple us. Yeah, because that sounds fun, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get stapled. I I think stapling doesn't even seem that bad for a guy with uh, tattoos. Yeah, you I'm know. Into it. Somebody said I was hoping it would be a sawzall. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guys, people are very constantly DMing me and very worried about the sawzall. I'm going to promise you one thing right now. I will not sawzall myself for less than $200,000. Okay, that's the number. So you're safe. Uh, if you do a Patreon, if you do a GoFundMe and you get 200 grand, I will let Brett sawzall my ass. Just let it bounce, but not cut. Yeah, three seconds. Three seconds of cut. Is three seconds maybe too long? That's a long time. Let me look seconds. at how long three seconds is. Real? That's a long time. Because I have my... Okay. Hold on. I'm going to start now. That's three seconds. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. You I can do that. Can do yep. You can do that. We're going to keep these in the studio. We will. We'll do an Instagram live or something and whack each other around a little bit. A little bit of beating. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back taking your calls this Sunday night on Street Fight. Uh, we're getting started at 8 p.m. as always, 8 to 10 Sunday nights. Uh, and if you want to get more of us, it's over at patreon.com slash streetfightradio. And uh, I'll see you on Sunday. You can also, I'm putting my music listening stuff uh, on Instagram slash streetfightwcrs. So check it out.
you. 